Glenfiddich, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey, is expertly crafted and made with extraordinary care. Each single malt is a work of perfection. And we're back, Stripe Show podcast on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day as we uh, come on here on a Tuesday. There is news breaking all over the place. Uh, brand or Brooks Kepka, I should say, Brooks Kepka has uh, committed to the LIV tour, LIV series, LIV exhibition, whatever you want to call it these days. He is gone. He has signed. I think he's still in the Travelers Championship this week. We'll see how that plays out. I know there was a players-only mandatory meeting up at uh, TPC River Highlands this morning um, where the players were there. The commissioner, Jay Monahan, uh, addressed them. I think he'll be addressing the media here this afternoon as well. Scott Stallings, uh, he's in that meeting. He'll be joining us tomorrow, so don't miss the Stripe Show podcast tomorrow. Scott Stallings in the field, in the meeting, and hopefully can um, shed some light on uh, what that meeting is all about as chaos continues to uh, hit professional golf. The quote, the dark cloud, as Brooks Kepka put it last week, as we were just all taking up his time talking about it. And of course, he was already committed and he'll be playing in the next LIV event uh, in Portland, uh, which happens, I believe, next week. And um, so that'll be interesting as their uh, roster continues to improve. Dustin Johnson, of course, Phil Mickelson, uh, Brooks Kepka, and Abraham Answer. He uh, committed over the weekend. Uh, rumor was swirling around Colin Morikawa. He, he put it into it on Twitter as he'll be staying put on the PGA Tour. And I think we'll be getting some insight here before we bring our guest in. Um, that there will be a different kind of series, even for the PGA Tour. I don't know if it'll be a fall series, but it'll be somewhere probably in a group of eight events that'll probably take place throughout the year. Limited field, no cut, if that sounds familiar, um, with big purses between probably 20, 25 million. Um, that'll be really directed towards your top players. So the PGA Tour, um, they are acting. They are reacting. Uh, to what is happening in live golf. And I don't think they really have a choice um, as they have to um, treat this as a real threat. I mean, obviously the amount of money that's being paid towards these players um, money talks and, and they're jumping. So we'll continue to follow it. Uh, Scott Stallings tomorrow real quick before we bring in Gup. Um, yesterday, Sasha McKenzie was on um, and that training program, the stack system I've had, a lot of response from this, which is great. It was a fantastic uh, podcast. Sasha McKenzie is certainly one of the smartest people in the world of golf when it comes to biomechanics, but the stack training system, it's that speed training. I said 20%, it's 10%. Sorry. It's still a good deal. 10% off. If you use the price, if you use the promo code stripe show capital S stripe space, capital S show stripe show in the promo code 10% off. Go get it. Um, the stack system is really good. I've actually got another one on the way. I'm going to be doing it. And I plan on adding another 10 yards to my driver. All right, there's that. Let's get to the Travelers Championship. Bringing back in one of our favorite gets. It's been a while. Brandon Guptill. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. Certainly uh, crazy times for people that 
cover golf, play golf or in golf, around golf. Um, always changing. It seems like, so you got to have your head on a swivel these days. <laughs> I live in Ponte Vedra and of course the, the PGA tour is here. My wife worked for the tour for 13 years. Um, I ran the PGA tour academies for um, 12 years. So we still know a lot of people, you know, at the PGA tour, I still do a decent amount of work with the PGA tour and you know, it's crazy times here. Um, you know, this is uncharted territory. There is a, uh, let's see, there is a competitor, you know, at the table, whether you like where the money's coming from or where, whether you don't, uh, whether you don't care, um, they're spending a lot of it and they're here. So the PGA tour is certainly, there's a lot of meetings going on right now. And, um, and uh, they're going to have to come to the table, I think, with the counter. And I, I think they're probably going to start doing that here this afternoon um, as players continue to jump. And others like Rory, who's in the field, like JT, who's in the field, um, like Colin did on, on Twitter, kind of they're digging their feet in a little bit more. They're not going anywhere. They're staying with the PGA Tour. So we'll, we'll kind of see how things play out. But, uh, you know, along those lines, Gup, Portland – are you going to do a show for the live? Are you going to, you going to put out your thoughts for that tournament in conjunction with the PGA tour? You know, as of now, I, I haven't planned to obviously betting's one thing. And, and, um, but w- would I consider if DraftKings picked up the product because of their, now you have a strategy and a game and all that, mm-hmm. um, potentially um yeah. i don't know if they will because they're partners with the pga um they'll be interested to see how that kind of works out but you know it's, there's so much unknown on that uh, on the guys that are at the bottom end of those fields that the numbers shake out crazy on the betting side so i really as of now I'll just be focusing on you know and it's a weaker tournament next week john deere mainly because everybody's going over to get ready for the scottish open and then the, the open um so that's a downside against the PJ next week is it's, it's a pretty weak field. And I don't think they're going to be able to get many big guys to come because guys want to get over and play. Now that the Scottish is technically a PGA event or a co-event with the DP tour, that those guys are going to play it, get more FedEx cup points, all that, and then go play the open and get acclimated over there. So mm-hmm. I don't, right now I'm not planning on covering it. Um, you know, things can change. Um, certainly if the, if they become a, a DraftKings product, I'll, I would think about it just because of the pots that can be just like anything else. Um, yeah. you know, I would look at it, but right now I hadn't heard anything that they're, that DraftKings is going to pick it up. So last week, I know you had Will Zalatoris at your boy. You've been telling me about Will Zalatoris for as long as you've been coming on the show, which has been now probably a year and a half. And, uh, so I had him too. you know, I had him to win at 25 to one. And I was thinking about you on Sunday late. Here comes Will. Let's get this done. I know you got it. Damn it. Couldn't get it to the finish line. Why didn't that putt break to the right? I don't think he would hit that putt any differently. I, I guarantee you. Zalatoris thought he made that putt about three feet up. There's no question about it. That, that thing's going to wiggle right. And it's going to go in. Uh, he's so close. Um, he, he is hmm. so close and his putting is getting so much better. And um, it, it's going to happen. I mean, okay, let, let's get the first one. Let's, let's get a win here in the playoffs. Let's get a win here coming up right in the summer and the playoffs. And then he's going to win a major championship. His game is too good. He's just such a incredible ball striker and so poised between the ears. Um, it's going to happen. It would have been a big week for me, Gup, if he would have won. How, how'd you pan out? 
You know, yeah, same. It would have been a monster week. I uh, I had him pre-tournament, and then uh, Thursday night, they were still 22s out there, you know, because he was back a little bit. Rory was up there, so, you know, it pushes us. Now, I bet I'd released him again Thursday night. I was like, I'm going back to it, you know, might as well. Um, had him in some doubles with, you know, Willie, Rory, really Rom. So, going into Sunday, I felt great, but still nervous. He had Rom there at minus three. Scheffler's there. Fitz is playing, yep. you know, so many big guys up there that you never knew it was going to happen. Uh, and then Scheffler comes out on fire. And you're like, oh boy, this this thing may be a runaway. And he falls back. Willie makes his charge. Um, and, and I said on my pod yesterday, I was like, man, it, he, I think Willie had his B minus game, maybe B plus Sunday. He didn't hit the ball good off the tee. And I think Fitz played about as good as he could. And Willie's got a putt on 18 to tie him. So I really, it wasn't like he choked or anything like that. No. He just lost to a guy that was on fire and played great. So I was like, it sucks, <laughs> you know, especially for the bank account. But um, yeah, you know, did all right in DraftKings, but definitely betting wise, it would have been a monster week had he uh, got got it at home. No, it was a great tournament. It was great. No one choked. I mean, it was. I mean, Sam Burns. I guess you could say maybe on Sunday he went backwards. That hurt me a little bit. But I was probably Rom shoot plus five on Sunday. Yeah, yeah I, there thought you would, yep. I, I thought he'd be right there. But yeah, yep. other than that, everybody was right there. Rom looked like he's looked most of the year on Sunday, you know, just not just nothing there, nothing going. Um, like Morikawa kind of really scrapped it around and and just probably overachieved in the way that he played um, and got the most out of his game, which he does, which is a, a mark of a great player. Um, I was I was happy to see Morikawa stay with the PGA tour. I was shocked when the rumors were hitting late last night and into the morning. I hear Cantley now that name out there a little bit. I hear Max Homa. Um, I think it's a matter of time before it's announced with Bubba. Um, Jason Kokrak, big, who's been on the, the biggest the young gun I've heard is, is Hovland. The biggest young gun I've heard is Hovland. That yeah. Is, I, no confirmation one way or the other, but that's the one that I've heard the strongest of, of the young kind of guys that, yeah. that could be on, on the men to go over there. And, and these rumors, you know, like when you hear this stuff type of swirl and it's out there for a reason, you know, to keep the conversation going. So it, it's hard to believe all of it. Um, I had a hard time believing the Morikawa one, but you know, at this stage in the climate of what's happening, I'm not sure anything um, would surprise you. I'm kind of disappointed that we're losing all of our villains, you know, on the right. PGA tour. I mean, Brooks is a, you know, big, bad Brooks. Uh, he's a villain. Um, you know, Bryson and his antics, he's a, he's a bit of a villain. Patrick Reed, um, you mm-hmm. know, gosh. So I don't know who, who knows what the way things look, you know, a year from now or even two months from now as this fall series goes out in the whole bit. But nonetheless, we have a tournament this week, Travelers Championship. Uh, this is a fun one. I've played TPC River Highlands, really fun golf course, uh, a short one, one of the shortest ones you're going to find in professional golf. Uh, par 70 and bent grass greens. And, you know, look, you're going to see a fair amount of birdies here. Harris English, defending champ. He was a 13 under DJ. He's not in the field. Uh, he won it in 2020 at 19. Bubba loves his place. He's won it three times. He's not here as he recovers from his surgery. But I think um, I think we've seen the last of Bubba on the PGA Tour. He won it back in 2018. Or excuse me, uh, Revy won it in 19. Ches Revy. 2019 at 17 under Bubba was 2018 at 17 under uh, Spieth won this back in 2017 at 12 under, but there's a, it's an interesting list of names. You got Russell Knox and 
Kevin Streelman and the Duke, Ken Duke, back in 2013. Freddie Jakobson was one here. I mean, my goodness, this is a fun list to look at and people that have won here. So you've got the Bombers, got, you know, you got the guys that can get it out there, but you got the plotters too. And I like that when you see a course like this, it feels like there's a kind of a large group population here that can win this event. What are some things you're looking at as you're breaking down TPC river highlands? Yeah, I agree with that. I do think this is a much stronger field that, that, that they normally see. Um, and it's gotten stronger the way, I don't know if it's the way they change the schedule, um, you know, post COVID and all that, but definitely a lot more players come here. And then I think it's always voted up. There's one of the, you know, how the players vote on like the best tour that they enjoy, like whatever the, I think is always one of the top three. And, and so it's attracted some more players, which is nice because especially being after a major, I didn't think we would see as many um, strong guys here, but you know, the other side of it is most probably don't want to play the John Deere. And so this is, they can play one more PGA tour, take a week off, head overseas, uh, which is nice. I do like that. There, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, I agree with the off the tee. I mean, you know, you like to see strong off the tee guys, but you, you know, last year, Harris English wins it, you know, he's not known for being strong. Chaz Reavy, those kind of guys. So mm-hmm. breaking that down, it's like that overall game, it, you know, guys that are coming in with good form is something that seems to be a theme when I, you know, doing the research, um, just overall game in general, putting matters here always, but you know, it, it, the weird thing, when you kind of look at some of the stats, some of the guys that have done so well and not really done well on approach approach is so normally a key for us English. I think last year, last year, four of the top five either lost on approach or neutral on it. So it's kind of like people can attack this thing in a different way. Um, I'm really looking at form. I I do up top. I kind of like, man, why is Rory here? He's played three straight, just brutal tournaments. He's won one. He went finished fifth. He's 18th at Memorial. Um, You know, same with Scheffler. I would have thought those guys want a little rest before the run overseas, but you know, maybe there's great. I don't know if it's a deal with trying to get as much talent up on the tour to, to promote the tour. These guys are saying, Hey, I want to go play. Roy's had a great history here and never won, but never finished outside top 20. So those kind of storylines interest me, but I definitely kind of like the middle of the board this week with some of the guys, some of the guys that kind of let people down last week. Maybe people are off them, um, getting some decent numbers, the, the Sung Jays, the Riley's, the Mito, stuff like that. Um, yep. Seamus powders. That's kind of that middle, whether you're talking DraftKings or betting, but betting wise, that middle chunk of the car, because I think you're getting some good numbers because we have a Rory, because we have a Scheffler, JT, those guys are pushing some numbers down that I kind of think you could, you could, you know, jumble up four or five, six of these guys from 30 to 70, 80 and have a good card this week. Well, let's get into it. I, I like it. It is a great field uh, here at the travelers. I mean, there, there's a lot to sort through with the schedule. I'll go through it briefly here before we get into the players. I mean, you know, next week you mentioned the John Deere classic. Uh, I was actually supposed to go up to that, but I'm not now. And that'll be opposite of the, the live event out at uh, pumpkin Ridge, which is a good golf course right outside of Portland. Um, and then you go into the next week into July. And of course you have the co-sanction event, the Genesis Scottish open uh, over in Scotland. And that'll be opposite of the Barbasol championship in Kentucky. And then you go the open championship. Of course, Colin Morikawa will defend at St. Andrews. We'll see tiger. And then in the States, it'll be Barracuda, which will be in California, I believe. Yeah. In California. So whew. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of golf gut. Yeah, definitely. 
I'm gonna have to come sleep in your hideout bed and just talk and golf for the next three weeks. <laughs> and just I, yeah, yes, right, so it's just the run from the U.S. Open to the Open is always a uh, kind of one of the big ones. And you know, then getting the football season, but it it's a big five weeks coming up. So speaking of that, we got so you got you got you know you got to stay awake, right? So look at here. I know you drink coffee. You got a cup right there. I know you. I do. Okay, yeah. so check this out. So this is my new favorite coffee. Check this out right here, Haymaker. All right. Uh-huh. Now, are you a middleweight or are you a heavyweight? You like the dark or the medium roast? I like the dark roast. You like the dark roast too. All right. So I'm sending you this stretch right here. I'm sending you the heavyweight dark roast haymaker. Nice. You'll love it. On its way. You're going to need it for the next three weeks. All right. Let's get into it. Travelers championship. There's Rory. The voice of the PGA tour just couldn't quite get it done. It's so funny with Rory. Like when you watch him play, it feels like Rory has like nine lives in a tournament. Like he's out of it. And then all of a sudden he makes birdie birdie. And he's like, wait a minute. He's only two back. How's that happen? And the guy just is always right there. Even he's got, there goes Rory. They show him he's on 14. He makes it for birdie and he's only one back. Like how does he only one or two back? Then he just go bogey bogey. It's amazing. Even when he's not clicking on all cylinders, he's hanging out right there and his game is close i mean he is putting the ball perhaps better than he's ever putted uh in his entire life so rory opens it up at nine to one there's scheffler playing great golf as he has all year at nine to one jt 10 to one cantley 14 to one and look at sammy burns getting some of that smoke up top there at 18 to one take me to your favorite or two here in the top five. PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled with the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at pxg.com. Yeah, it'd probably be Cantley. I, I was kind of hoping maybe he drifts a little bit to, you know, a 16 or 18 number. Uh, I was a little surprised that he's uh, was was favored over like a Xander, um, things like that. He does have good history here. Four straight top 15s or better. Um, showed some form coming home last week. Um, finished 14th. Iron started to click a little bit. Um, you know, Great at bogey avoidance, has played well, like I said, just really well here. And, and he tends to kind of like the Bubba type deal. You know, the courses he plays well at, Memorial, all that, he seems to always show up and play well there. If I was going to look at something this low, it would be it would be a Cantley, uh, would be my favorite. If I had to go up top, I'd probably, I mean, it's hard to go against Scheffler right now. If I'm going to take one, um, you know, he did take the Memorial off, so maybe a little more rested than, than Rory. But my favorite out of those five would be Cantley this week. I'm going Rory. I'm, I, I just, he, he's, it's peak Rory right now. And the way he's putting, you know, if the strength of Rory McElroy is the putter, sign me up. And I just, I just think there's a purpose right now. I, I've said all along since starting this podcast, there's two players that when you get their interest, they're must watch TV. And I don't think there's anybody better. And that's Rory and DJ. Uh, I don't think we have DJ's attention anymore. He's gone. He's taken the money. I think you'll see erosion in his game. 
Um, but I think you've got Rory's attention right now and he's playing more than the money. And I think that's really kind of the underlining theme and that like it matters to Rory more than just the paycheck. And if it matters to Rory and you got his attention, then I know it's nine to one. Like that's not my MO and adding the chalk, but of the five top of their line, top of the game, I I just, I, I gotta, I've got to go with, the messaging that I've always had with Rory. And that's when you got his attention, let's, let's get on him at, um, at nine to one. So Scheffler, it's been interesting. He, you know, his putter has been a little up and down. We don't get the strokes gain from the putt or from the statistical standpoint with the majors. Um, but outside of that, his putter, you know, he's obviously been finishing right there, clipping off tournaments, but as of late, it hasn't been quite as hot. Um, and, you know, JT, obviously his game feels very close. No one's going to be surprised if he goes up there and wins. But of all those players, the putter working, and we know how important it is here, um, hitting on all cylinders, I think Rory is the best player of those five. Burns at 18, That's Burns is always an automatic bet for me. He's got four wins now, so thank you for that for Sammy. But 18, that's a little different look, right? You got to think a little differently about a Sam Burns at 18, don't you? Yeah, especially with the not only the guys he's next to, but to me, much more value behind him that that I would just from a values perspective, I would I don't separate. I get it. Yeah, he's won a lot and he's played great. Um, but he, he's now had two. You know, RBC when he finished it, that he finished that struggling, losing off the tee, um, and he and he struggled again a little bit with the tee stuff at, at the open. I, I don't know if that you know he still finished. I mean, twenty seventh. That's something to be be mad about for him, but you know, I, I would just go down the board to the next level, um, then, then hit a 18 on, on Burns this week. Let's go to the next level. Spieth at 20, Xander's at 20, Sung Jay, you mentioned 28, Seamus Power, nice week last week at 28. Seems to be a player that's finding his way right now. Keegan Bradley has been playing good golf at 28. Um, we'll stop there. You know, Spieth, I mentioned one back in 17, T42 and 18, missed the cut in 19, T20 and, or T54 in 2020, didn't play last year. Uh, do you trust Spieth? I mean, kind of, it, I mean, when it's good, it's good, but, you know, it still seems like he's in, I don't know, in a weird way, still kind of fighting it in one, in, in one sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's hard. You know, that was the famous bunker shot in the playoff against Berger when he won. Uh, that's yep. been shown quite a few times and he hasn't played well since then a 42nd, a miscut and a 54th here. So, you know, I, I don't know. Um, not, he's not for me this week. Maybe look at a potential, unless he's popular DraftKings type deal, but betting wise. Um, no, because I always feel like, you know, I know the rest of those games come around, but for him to to win, I got to feel like he's got to be putting at least somewhat or at least, you know, he, he's pretty good around the green at times, getting a little, a little lucky sometimes. And that magic hasn't been there. Can it click? Sure. But um, not here. Not not that. Pro- I, I mean, I kind of have him on a, a, a short early list to kind of think, could he do some of that stuff at St. Andrews? I'd like to see yeah. the putter look a little positive this week. And I wouldn't mind, you know, looking at him at St. Andrews, this, you know, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's tough to, well, he's, he, you know, it's tough to, to back him here. I think, I think I'm going to, I'm going to pass on, on speed and, and you go to Xander. I mean, you're kind of getting what you normally get with Xander. Like he'll run up the leaderboard and 
you know, he kind of sees a ghost and then he goes backwards, you know? Um, and that's kind of what you saw last week. And then when he's out of it, he'll, he'll put a good number up and he'll run back up there and, you know, he'll finish in the top 20 as he did the last four tournaments. Um, I'm not convinced Sanders not going to live. I, I just feel like he's been one guy in the back of my head when all of this started in the way they answered the questions. He's the one guy that I feel like I would not be surprised if he signs. Now, I don't know that. That's pure speculation. So don't be tweeting that all out. But, <laughs> but I just feel like in the back of my mind that it's still there on the table for Xander for some reason. And I'm probably going to pass him. Seamus Power is an interesting player to me. I, I, I really I, I like Seamus and in, in what I'm seeing. He finished 12th at the U.S. Open. Uh, you go back to the beginning of the year, he was playing some very good golf, kind of hit a bumpy stretch there in the spring. But I feel like he's kind of getting it back together. I know he missed the cut at the Memorial, but he was ninth at the PGA, 12th at the U.S. Open. This is, this is good stuff here, you know, happening um, from Seamus Power. I think a top 20 is in play here for me. Uh, maybe even a top 10 at 240 for Seamus Power. Do you, do you keep the mojo going with Bradley? I mean, Keegan Bradley... You know, speaking of finding the putter, we see Willie Z now putting very well. And it's good to see that that narrative is starting to go away, um, that he can putt. It it is getting better. We had Josh Gregory on and we talked about this steady improvement that he's been having with his putter. I think Keegan Bradley is finding some nice form too at the flat stick. Yeah, I I wonder, but again, we're right back kind of around, I mean, not not Boston, but he's still kind of in that area that... um, you feel like he kind of had his, you know, I want to say his, and he even mentioned it, you know, he mentioned kind of like this was a Super Bowl or World Series type, you know, he felt like a Celtic or a, or a Red Sox in that atmosphere. And is there a little bit of a finish great, you know, didn't win, but super happy seventh place. Does he have a little bit of a letdown? I would say I would lean more towards betting than, than doing DraftKings with him this week because he's probably going to be popular. But mm-hmm. if I was going to go anywhere, I'd probably lean on the bed and say maybe maybe he follows up that great finish and, and runs it into a win this week. That wouldn't wouldn't shock me at all. Um, but I could see the letdown week as well. I'm really interested in this next group with you. All right. You got Neiman at 35, HV3 at 35. HV3 says he's not going. Michael Jordan talked to him mm-hmm. How about that name drop. HV3 is like, <laughs> yeah, I had a conversation with MJ and I'm not going to go. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like no one's gonna, no one's gonna uh, up that one. Not even right. Phil. All right, Mito Pereira, my boy, thirty-five. Brian Harmon loves this place. I don't think anybody's played better over the last five years than Brian Harmon from a strokes gain standpoint at forty. Davis Riley, you know, could it? He's been knocking on the door, forty to one. Tony Finau, forty to one. Does Kepka play in this? Is Kepka gonna play? I mean, is he gonna go out there and flex on the first tee, which you know he wants to do? My assumption is that um, uh, it would be a Brooks move to go ahead and play. And from what I understand, the PGA won't suspend or do any of that until someone has teed off in in a lip tournament. Because up until then, it's still kind of speculation. I don't know if you know if they're going to change their mind on that and go if you've if you've personally said you've committed, we're going to go ahead and. I mean, I I don't know all that. Um, If the PGA doesn't do anything to make him like not play. I assume he plays this week and tries to get a win going out. That'd be a typical Brooks move based on his personalities. <laughs> Try to get a win and, and, and then leave. Brooks's form is not good. 
You know, I mean, it's just not, he, he has not played good. It's funny following Twitter. Twitter is so toxic and not real life that when, you know, he signs and I understand, you know, Brooks is, is not a favorite to many. He's not my favorite. He kind of, he's not my cup of tea. You, you know, I, I think he's arrogant, not confident. And he would tell you he's confident, not arrogant. We'll agree to disagree, but it's funny in Twitter, like, oh, they can have him. He, he's, he's not, he can't compete anymore on the PGA tour anyway. It's like, well, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit. I mean, I'm not, I'm not ready to write off Brooks Kapka not getting it back together and winning on the PGA tour. We're not gonna have to worry about that. He's going to go to the live. So this could be very well his last event on the PGA tour, but regardless of that discussion, I'm not playing Brooks. I mean, he's just kind of all over the place. His ball striking has been a mess. Um, it's kind of been a mess too, since he left Claude Harmon. And, um, you know, I know, um, Pete Cowan's out there standing next to him working on a short game, but he seems to be looking at a swing too. And let me tell you something. Brooks Kepp has kind of gone a little wrong way. Um, when it comes to his overall ball striking. And I think it's kind of led into some of the other parts of his game. I think Mito, look, I, you know, I think you got to get back on Mito at some point. You know, the little bit of a hangover there with the PGA, but uh, he's just too damn good, man. I like Mito Pereira. Um, did he get back on the horse this week, 35 to 1, you think? Right there, first page, chance to win, perhaps? Yeah. So, I mean, I have, depending on what book you're using or looking, there, there's three or four. This kind of that money zone I kind of started the, the pod with is uh, I love Mito, had him last week. Um, the plus four cut really, really hurt with him and Cam Young. I was big on Cam Young last week. Um, mm-hmm. Talk about a roller coaster bag nine. I mean, at one point, plus eight, we think, and then it turns to plus nine because a, a score was put down wrong. And then he goes, you know, birdie, hole in one, birdie, birdie to try to make the cut. But uh, yeah, I go back in Riley. I had all those guys at the PJ championship. I had a tremendous PJ championship, finished seventh in the Millie maker. Um, wow. I'm not getting off any of those guys. I got Mito. I got Riley right there at 40 on one. Uh, I got Sungjae at 33 and then HV3 on, I've seen him as high as 50. All four of those guys may make my car. They're all strong possibilities. I, I like the, all four of those right there. I, and I do like that HV3, I kind of felt like talking about, I was like, I wonder if this just lets, you know, releases some of that stress or internal that you've been d- dealing with trying to, am I going to go? Am I going to go? And then now if he's, if he has clearly made the decision, it seems that way and he's all in, does that let him free up a little bit? I think the course fits his game. I think he's come, he's playing well, um, that he could, he could be a, a, in play here too. Mito is a ball striking machine, folks. I mean, he is a ball striking machine. His putter has been chilly really right before the PGA. Then he had the great PGA week plus five and a half. And then it's been chilly since. So can he get that back on? But his ball striking is so good. Um, I think I'll get back on Mito this week too. I I like that. Uh, Speaking of ball striking, this has been a pretty incredible run for Davis Riley. You want to talk about incredible growth and particularly with the irons. Um, really good stuff works with Jeff Smith. They have found something and that has been the key to his game. Davis Riley is a nice putter too. I, 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 you know, I feel like it's going to come to an end here eventually like this run a little. Um, but I think I'm going to ride it out again, at least with the top 20, I might even entertain it to win. Um, with Davis Riley, we've seen some signs from Finau. Is it too much of a putting contest? You think for Tony here? 
and happened to make too many. But you saw it last week, didn't you? Some of the short putts, just like, yeah. <sighs> why do you watch Finau? It's like, oh, there it is. You know, that's why he is who he is. Finishes bogey bogey to miss the miss the cut. That was a uh, another. So those three, Cam Young, Finau, and and Mito um, were in my core last week. So it was definitely a, a tough week um, on that end, but you know, they're all right there. The one, yeah. Tony's probably my least of these guys that I, because he, he's missed three straight cuts here. Now he back in 2016, 17 did okay. Made the cut top 25, but 19, 20, 21, miscut, miscut, miscut. I don't know, you know, how much you put into that or not. He, he's on a good run fourth. That's Charles Schwab, second at RBC. I, out of all those we talked about, he'd be my least uh, right now and probably not going to make a betting card for me. I'd, I'd go to any of those other guys right now. Yeah. So your favorite's there. You like HV3. And yeah, you if like- I go favorites, it'd be Mito and Riley. I'd go back Mito to them. Riley. Okay. Yeah. So we're in agreement. I think, yeah. I think yep. HV3 and, and Sungjae are kind of on the fence for me too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're in agreement there on Mito and Riley. Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I, you know, I'll probably pass on Fino, pass on Kepka. Fleetwood's at 40. Leishman's one here. He's at 50. I'm probably going to get back on Aaron Wise. Um, I like the growth I'm seeing from Aaron Wise at 50. Brendan Steele, 65. Danny McCarthy, great week last week, 65. Hmm. Zednhout. I've seen a lot of yeah, bets I'm on sure. him already. Yeah, I'm sure. Zednhout, 65. Keith Mitchell, 65. Cameron Tringali starting to piece some things together, 65. Good to see a healthy web, 70. There's KH Lee, 75. It's a TPC. Why not? You know, I mean, he tends to like that. I, I, I'm happy to see Aaron Wise doing some nice things. Jeff Smith's on a nice run. Uh, top teacher there out of Tennessee. Doing some good things. Um with these guys, Aaron Wise can heat it up with his irons and his putting is really good right now too. I mean, he is on a bit of a heater here. If you look, and I don't know exactly what it was at the U S open, but it had to be decent before that the two events before the U S open, the Memorial and the PGA, he gained just under five. So this long putter I think has, has settled in and he's a, and he's a damn near, he's for sure a good enough ball striker. So my one of my favorite bets this week. I'm going with Aaron Wise at fifty to one. Um, I I, I like that. I, I'm not gonna McCarthy looked like he just put it all on the table last week. Man, he was grinding to the end. One I mean, just that all the way to the seventy second holes. Balls up again in the in the uh, in the grass there by the bunker, and it pops up, and he's slamming his club. Now I mean, he was just in it to win it to the end with McCarthy, who's probably the certainly the best putter in the field. Um, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to roll with Webb. I think Webb's on his way back. You know, I think wise and Webb are my two here. I think Webb's putting the pieces back together. He's healthy. Get to a course that's under 7,000 yards. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Give me yeah. Webb was one I was going to, I hadn't marked down to ask you about, I know you have a little closer ties there. So I was interested to see, cause I kind of liked him last week. Um, I think the same thing, getting him out of value, getting him, you know, and he missed the cut, but was right there. He just had a bad, I think back nine, um, had like three or four bogeys coming in. He, you know, looked like he was going to make it, but I had him kind of penciled to see what you said about him. Um, one guy that I would point out, we'll probably get to a little later, but most books already have him moved down. And I like this week is Siwoo Kim. Most have them around 60 to 65. And I know the book you're looking at, which I am too, has them at a hundred. So I, 
I like him and I think that number may move. So if you do, uh, do want to point that out, cause he would be in this range. Normally I had him marked for this range, um, that I like. And I think that's a great, I think that's a great number for, and he's a Pete Dye specialist. So, Absolutely. uh, yeah, so I, I agree with you, Webb, um, in that range, uh, I have, I had Siwoo in there cause another, I had him at the consensus had him around 65, um, and then I, I don't know, did, did we get to on your level? Did, did you get the KH Lee? Cause I kind of like KH Lee. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned it. he's okay. at 75 as I see him right now. Yeah. I, I, I had KH Lee circled as well. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think KH is certainly worth a look here. I, I probably, I have him as a top 20. I don't have him as a, as a win. I played web right. to win, mm-hmm. but I, I like KH. Yeah. So those you are know, the range. There's another guy. I mean, just to answer your question on web. So I was, I talked with his caddy um, a couple weeks ago and he's healthy. He's a hundred percent needs reps. And I think we've right. got the reps now. Right. And I think the difference in making the cut last week and not was, was very, very small for web. That was a big ballpark. Mm-hmm. For I played him as a top 20 um, and, and he just missed the cut. So, but I think if you're talking to them, they're very optimistic on where things are at. And so now you go to this course, 68 and a half. I think this is a perfect place. So to, to see a top 20, maybe even a win, you know, getting contention first page, been a while. Um, so I like it. I like KH. And, and, and I think with KH, the thing to, to, to understand with KH is that, and this is another one of those stories, works with a teacher, great success, get a win. And then all of a sudden they feel like they got to do something different, leaves shit hits the fan right and they come back comes back they get back on track wins again <laughs> i mean it's like and i had his coach chris grayson on and i told chris i said look if cage leaves you again i'm gonna personally come out there and beat his ass because <laughs> <laughs> because what is he doing? Right. I mean, like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense, you know, but it happens so often and I'm kidding of course, but it's just it, that those kinds of things happen and, and they have value. I mean, obviously he comes back, they get the, the game plan right. established again. Chris is, you know, I mean, Chris doesn't have all the answers. He's a great coach, but he knows cage, right. Very well. Get him back on track. Off he goes, does it again. So yeah, I think cage has got a lot of confidence right now. I think it's a good play. I, I really do. I think he's got, I think he's got he a lot of confidence. Have- you may kind of sold me on wise a little bit. I've never been a wise truther, but um, he did gain putting at the U S open. The, the U they don't provide them per se, like in, in a data form, but there is a, a, a bucket on the actual U S web, website that gives the major five stats. And he did gain again at the U S open. So that that's another good thing to see. Um, similar greens. We'll see oh. this week, but it's same as last week. I think Aaron so, wise got a lot of confidence right now. I really do. Yep. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of confidence. I think he's ready to win. I, I think Aaron Rise is ready to to win one. He, he just he's got that formula of great ball striking. Now he just needs to make enough putts, and he has been, so he's riding that. And this could be a good place for him there. There's McNeely, uh, eighty to one. He's he's a guy that oh, is gaining a lot of popularity. You like McNeely here? Mackenzie Hughes, eighty. Coke Rack, eighty. Jason Day, 80. Joel Damon ran up the leaderboard last week. He's at 100. Harris English, defending champ, 100 to 1. Si Wu, 100. Kisner, 100. Todd, 100. A list. So you like you, you like Mav. Yep. Um, where else? You, anybody? anybody uh, these else? numbers, I'd be Si Wu. Yeah, I'd take Si Wu at 100 yeah, for sure. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yep. 
um, and McNeely. Those are my top two right here. English feels like trap bait a little bit, you know, defending champ. He did show some form finally made the cut last week. He's coming off the injury. I think it's a second start from the injury. Didn't do a whole lot on the weekend, finished 61st, but, um, yeah, it's a good number, but I, I think if I was going head to head, I'd take Siwoo at 100 over over English here at the Pete Dye track. And, and then McNeely's, uh, it's actually one of my, it'll be on my card at 80. So I, McNeely's my favorite in this area. Kisner's playing like he's going to the live. <laughs> <laughs> Missed five straight cuts. <laughs> he struggled. You would think this track, I mean, he's finished top 15 to the last three years. If he doesn't do well this week, you kind of got to think, you know, what's going on with him because this sets up, this is his cup of tea. I'm surprised he hadn't went to live, to be honest. <clears throat> I, I, I thought Kisner would, I thought Kisner would go before Hudson Swafford. Um, just because he's yeah. always mentioned in the paycheck type stuff. I, yeah, I mean, just, yeah. Exactly. I don't know how the pension and all that stuff. I mean, he's a veteran long. I don't know all that background stuff, but I don't know how much that factors into, do they lose all that? Is it, you know, what happens type of deal. So I don't know if that would, he's a guy like that. If that keeps him, I have no idea. Haymaker coffee company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee, to fuel the underdogs who perseveres, who hustles and have the give it all mentality to achieve their American dream. Haymaker Coffee, only roast, top quality, specialty grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here. One thing I was to ask you, I I had a note on it. Do you think guys that are teaching or coaching these, so like Brooks, player now or whoever when they go over do you think these guys the, those guys are going to say i'm no i'm not going to coach you no more i mean because it would impact these guys if you know they go i just lost my coach and my teacher and everything because those guys want to work with pga guys I, I don't know you obviously much more that was my one question i've written down about the whole live was was do those coaches and stuff like that are they just going to bail on their guys which is money to them they're obviously getting paid to do it um, with those with those players and, and they just go try to find another player or, or how do you see that playing out no, I think they go. I think it makes their life more difficult though, because usually they have, you know, when you elect to live that life, you, you have to go all in for the most part. I mean, you're on the road with them. So, so they're probably going to have, you know, a player or two on the live and a player on the regular. It's going to make their life more difficult. Um, gotcha. So, but I think, no, I think they, I think they go for sure. Um, and I think Kokrak's going to make the jump here soon. I don't know that he's been on the pod a couple of times. He, he was very open with us even in the early days uh, yeah. about, uh, and, and he's playing like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Kokrak has no form right now. Um, yeah. So it just makes you think, you know, these guys, there's a lot going on here on their mind. Obviously Brooks hasn't played well. And, you know, you saw how Phil played. <laughs> The biggest thing I've heard with guys like Kokrak was because of how high up they are in the FedEx cup, they want to, they're going to, they don't want to go play live because they want to try to get in that final 30 in the playoffs and, and have a chance at that, that money. And so he's 36th in FedEx. And so I've been, I've been told that's the reason why he's not going to play until the FedEx is over because he wants to get up as much. I mean, it's, it's guaranteed money too. And he's definitely, I listened to him on y'all's pod. He's definitely said, I'm, I'm trying to set my family up. So if he's 36 in the FedEx, one or one win and he's he's almost he'll be inside the top 30 but if a couple good string together a good run 
you know, he's going to have a good chance to make that final 30 and, and that guaranteed money, um, you know, and, and then maybe bounce. I, I don't know. Like you said, it's all speculation uh, on our end, but that that's what I've heard about a few of those guys that are high up um, not going right now. Yeah. But I think the live is just making that all go away with the guaranteed. Money. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, would think yeah. so. Right. It sounds like there's a lot more money. Yeah. You know, so these guys are doing the calculations. They lose sponsors. That's worth X. They lose yeah. this amount in opportunity cost. Um, and then the number is this. All right, here's our number guys. And can live get to it and guaranteed. And you know, they're, they're meeting that number for most. Um, I think Bryson was 135 million. Um, I think Brooks is 150. I think half of that's guaranteed, you know, upfront. And then they have to earn the other half over, you know, the next two or three years. That's what I've been told. I haven't seen that in, in writing, but right. Um, you know, they're just, they're, they're making all of that worthwhile, you know, sure. DJ leaving RBC. What's that worth? Um, yeah. there might be some legal stuff. What's that worth? So I guess when you have endless pockets, you can just, <laughs> you know, you can just, you can just do all this, but, um, it is interesting watching some of these guys that have been linked the way they're playing like Coke rack, like Brooks, um, answer wasn't playing great either. Abraham wasn't playing great. Yep. Damon feels a little, oh boy. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can get there with Damon this week. I don't think I can get there with Harris. I, I think it makes some interesting points on C Woo as we continue to go down. How low can we go? Luke list. I mean, seems a little disrespectful, doesn't it? 130 to one. Troy Merritt yep. wants. CT Pond tends to like these shorter courses where he'll pop at 130. Ryan Palmer. Pan, pan's on my list for like a top 20 type bet. I like that number. But my, uh, one of my favorite bets of the whole board is right here. And, and I, I don't know if he moved on. Your, no, uh, Cam Davis. Oh, love. Cam I Davis. had him at 130. I was trying to see where he was at on this one. Um, is he lower than 130? Yeah, he's 150 on here. Love, love Cam Davis. Yeah, I think um, I think his profile is a little bit like you know one of my better weeks this year has been was RBC Heritage, and and a lot of people didn't want to play Cam Young or Cam Davis because they said big big hitters. This is a short course, all that. And I was like, I, you know, I, we don't know that because we hadn't seen them in a whole lot. They're both younger guys, and I played both of them. They both finished great at RBC Heritage. Um, so I like Cam Davis this week. He's been playing pretty well. He's a boomer bust guy. He can definitely miss the cut, but he he can score. And if he's in there, he you know he puts well in in these type of greens. I, for that number, I definitely like him. Even if it's just a top twenty, but I, I may even throw him as an outright. Wow. Yeah, there's some interesting names here in the 150 range, right? Like guys that, like you said, kind of a boomer bust. Right. I mean, even Vegas at 150. You know, gosh, I mean, you pretty much can guarantee he'll be tied for fourth after the first round. Um, <laughs> You know, Naismith played well last week. Naismith's starting to find a little form of this putter. Um, yep. You know, a tra in full transparency, he left Marcus Potter, who just texted me, um, who's at the event right now. I'm going to read his text on air, folks, because he's standing on the green at TPC River Highlands. This is very strange. This is how the world works. Marcus Potter was Matthew Naismith's longtime putty coach who mm -hmm. works here in the studio. And, and now Matthew, or now Naismith switched. And is finding some form. Um, but he says, Marcus, greens are rolling out this week. Hopefully we don't get too much rain tomorrow. Rough is thick in patches. 
overall, it's in great shape. Really good field. Could see a lot of different players winning this week. Kind of what we just said. I don't think the rough's going to be thick in patches. I, I, I wouldn't put too much into that. The rough's usually not too much of an issue here. Um, and yeah, that rain, if it's soft, yep. yeah. you know, if it's soft, we're going to, we're going low. It's in the forecast. Uh, yeah. Only for Wednesday, Thursday, hopefully. Um, yeah. That's something I'm keying on over the next 24 hours is how much are they going to get? Are they going to get any? Cause Thursday could set up to be a, you know, yeah. You know, they, they put a low number out there. Then it's gone the rest of the week. So at least, you know, I, I think it'll dry out some by sun. I think it'll play a little bit different early in the week, all the way to Sunday. Don't you think it's less of an advantage for your great ball strikers though, when it's soft like that? Yeah. Especially if they, if it winds up being so soft, they do, they do lift clean place. I think that puts a, it, it changes yep. the tournament as sometimes when, when you put ball in hand to some guys, it makes a huge difference in yep. their ability, their, their confidence and, and being able to put place that ball in the ground. Right? People don't play a lot. They may not understand that, but it definitely is a huge advantage uh, to when you, and these guys are so you're, you're splitting hairs on how good they are because they're all great. But you know, you, there's some guys that, you know, that that's a big advantage to them. And it does lessen your your higher up guys that don't have that. You know, they can't get that much more of advantage over the field. Yep, absolutely. You know, just kind of continuing to work through here on these um, 150 to one. I had two bombs. One of them okay. withdrew, which which was Patrick Rogers. I, I really I play him a lot, and he burns me a lot. But man, we've been him and I him and I have been on the right track. He did me well last week. He did fall yeah. off on Sunday, but. He's had a, he's had a good run. One miscut in like last six or seven tournaments. I was going to be on him. Uh, he, he withdrew after the, his good finish. And then Alex Smalley's a guy I've been playing for a while. The grinder out of Duke, two top 27s in the last three tournaments, uh, RBC and Charles Schwab. Um, he's not flashing anything yet. I just, I like these kids and you know, it's Willie Z, the uh, golly, those kind of guys. I watch a lot of college golf and that, and I, I just look at pedigree and I, I like his pedigree. And I think, do I bet him to win? Maybe not, but you know, that top 40, you know, for a guy like that, I, I don't mind that kind of deal. And definitely DraftKings wise, he's a guy that I have my eyes on at, at 7,000 bucks. I play, I play that a lot too. I, I think he's got a high ceiling, you know, you, you can see it pedigree, Smalley. I like Smotherman too. Um, those are two guys I find myself playing, make the cut. Um, yep. even Adam Svensson, who I've played, who I played the top 20, what two weeks ago and he finished 21st. That was nice. Um, so those are my, my huh? Yeah. So then my boy, who's, uh, you know, I thought he was going to kind of go on a radar, but he's been talked about a lot more in the last two weeks than I ever thought he would, but Oklahoma boy got her up. Um, yep. you know, he's 300 to one this week. I, I'm, I'm not necessarily going there, but really good top 20 and top 40 numbers. I think I got a top 20 at 11 to one. Um, you know, so that's a guy that again, he was a Haskins award winner this year. Pedigree's there. Putter struggled these first two tournaments he's been in, but, um, approach and ball striking was good last week and finished. I don't know what he, he was. He flirted up there for a while. Had a good Sunday going. But made the cut, you know, that's a guy, you know, if you get a five to one or something like that at a 40 to one number, you know, he's a, he's a young college, you know, just out of college that I do like. And obviously I know him a little bit more than these other guys, yep. but I, I, I like him at a nice kid too. He was on the podcast, um, had him on with this coach, uh, Jason Birnbaum mm-hmm. and he just, uh, you know, looks like he's a good head on his shoulders, long hitter. Yep. And, uh, yep. I, I, you know, look. High upside, right? You got, you got yeah. big ceiling there. Certainly can see him making the cut, maybe making a run up there. There's Fowler. He's playing like he's going to uh, 
He's playing like he's going there too. Fowler's had okay. some success here. We know he's a little different Ricky Fowler though. I'm surprised Fowler hasn't signed already. It's like, come on, man. I'm surprised to see him here. I'm, I was too. I, I, yeah, you start getting down to the, it's the same conversation in my head. You know, like I, I look at these bottom numbers a lot and you know, I, I find myself going to the upside. I mean, there's Russell Knox. He's one here. He's 200 to one. If you're, if you're looking for that horses for courses and Russell Knox do enough with the putter to perhaps get you, get you a top 20. There's Reavy, another former winner, 180 to one cam Davis, you know, boomer bust 150 to one. I do like, I, I, I probably will play Smalley. We're on the same page there. Um, I, I tend to be a little bit of a Wyndham Clark Homer at times we've seen him, you know, I just feel like he's got a tall ceiling, keep the emotions in check. Smalley. I like Stallings 200 to one. He'll be on the podcast tomorrow. And gosh, I don't know if I can go much lower than that. There's my boy Svensson, Callum Taron. Nice week last week. Make the cut at the U.S. Open. And there's Goddard up 300 to 1. Wow. All right, Patrick Flavin, he made the cut again. Big surprise, Monday qualifier. Yeah, I saw him Monday Q again, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. What is that, like four? <laughs> that he's made? That's a lot, yeah. He, he's done well, he's done all right <laughs> he's just grinding it out amazing what a life monday qualify make it that many times incredible all right some good stuff there going down good field here travels championship tpc river highlands hopefully uh, we shed some light on some of the guys that you're thinking about this week or maybe not thinking about this week it's always interesting to talk it out i always you know talking with you i'm always turned on to a couple players and then um, just, you know, interested to get your thoughts on a player that I'm on the fence with or, um, so it kind of helps make, uh, make the decision. But I think all these guys are playing for second place. Rory's, I think Rory's going to win by five this week. Wow. That'd be, uh, <laughs> that'd be impressive. <laughs> well, let's just have it. Wouldn't shock me, but by no means he's playing good. His putter's so good. I mean, he is putting the lights out. And let's just say Rory's driver just takes over, right? Let's just say he's just, he just takes over driver wedge putter and he just routes the field. Like there's not many that can do that. And he's one and you'll, but you always think with Rory, it's like, well, can he make enough? Well, the guys, no one's putting better than Rory McIlroy right now. I mean, he's, he's making everything. Um, yep. I'd love to see it. Um, but if not, I'll, I'll take a Seamus power win. I'll take that. And uh, if not Seamus, I'll take a web. Web's not going. You know, web's not going to the live. No, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I'd, uh, I like, I like Mito. He, he, I think he's. And Mito, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mito's too. Yep, I got Mito. Yeah, I like Mito and, and, and Riley up there. And then um, my high up guy, you know, I, still, I still stick with Cantley. I don't know if I'm going to get the number I want to get to him, but I definitely uh, I like him this week as well. I mean, are you surprised the rumors are on Cantley? I mean, he doesn't go, does he? Well, if he does, I, I don't. I, I almost think that's a tag team with him and Xander. I mean, they're super close um, wives, and they, I mean, they do everything together. So, I that would be the only. I mean, I think that's almost a, a tag team deal. Um, if you see one of them go, I'd, I'd imagine the others 
just how close they are. And they didn't document it that, that that would be a twofer type deal. Um, so I'd be, those two would be interesting to watch, see what goes on. I, I my gut wow. says no, but man, who knows? Wow. That would be a Xander Cantley combo would be, that would be striking. Yep. At this point, I, I think, you know, look, the, the tour is going to get a beating for, we'll finish with this, but the, the, the tour is going to get a beating, right? For them. Now they're reacting. They should have done this before. Like everybody's got the answers, right? Like, yeah, you guys right. should have done this before. I saw Trey Wingo tweet that. I said, come on, Trey. I mean, really? Um, and, but they, I mean, look, they got to do something. Like, I think you got to swallow your pride. You know, you don't have, you got to, you got to swallow your pride and you got to react to what the players are wanting, I guess, which is more money to the top players. And you got to protect as many as you have yet. They haven't got a top 10 player yet. So I think it's what 13, 14, 18, 19, I think is where it's at right now. I think Louie's like 18 DJ Brooks, 13, 14, 12, 13, somewhere in there. So, you know, now you throw this out there. All right. So, you know, there's something to look forward to there and we're going to massage that. And we're not quite sure where it's going to be yet. And you still got that chain, you know, the other events in the fall feeder system. And, um, but now there's that bigger prize out there with more money for the top players, which I think, I guess it is. I guess it is, it is fair to say, you know, and I've said this a couple times is that, you know, throwing a little more money to your top players, I think is a good thing. And, and I know that there's more money that could come underneath to help the corn Ferry tour and that. But at the end of the day, the tour is going to market with 12 to 14 players and their right. faces and their names. And I think now adding that is the right thing to do, even if it does feel a bit reactionary. No, I agree. Yeah. I think the, the biggest concern long-term would be the feeder systems because if you know, I mean, you know, how hard it is to grind through corn ferry or, or trying yeah. to like, we just talked about Monday Q and all that. And if you got to, you know, these studs coming out of college and they can get four or 5 million guaranteed, you know, it's nothing like Brooks and all that, but it'd take them a while to earn that on the tour. Some not, you got your occasional speed Willie Z type guys, but that's the very, very few amount of people that they can come out like that. And so, you, you know, that's where it's going to be interesting to see is, is these, these high end college guys or, or really, really good young players um, go, well, heck, if you can give me 30 million, it'd take me forever to win that on PGA tour. Why wouldn't I go, you know? And so that, that's where I'm interested to kind of see where it, where it goes. Yep. All right, Gup, good stuff. Follow them at Gup underscore GC. You're the man. Best of luck this week. And we'll, we'll do it again.